Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a Mina Minute. Today's episode, I will give some tips on transitioning from a single Muslim woman to a Muslim wife. Now, because I've done this transition more than once, these tips can also be applied for those making the transition from a divorced Muslim woman to a Muslim wife. I feel that divorced women are not really represented in the marriage conversation because they are seen as less than a never married Muslim woman, which is just not true. There is nothing wrong with being divorced, widowed, or single. The value of a Muslim woman is not defined by her marital status, but by her obedience to Allah and her dedication to Islam. Tip one, don't disregard your needs. So as a single woman, you're more than likely used to thinking more about yourself and your needs. Which I would like to add, you should not stop doing because these things you do for yourself are a source of happiness and peace. And you want to bring that self-care and self-awareness into your marriage so that your happiness is not dictated by every good or bad thing that happens between you and your spouse. Sometimes as women, we tend to be under the impression that when we get married, we have to put our needs to the side for the needs of our husband. The truth is your needs and your husband's needs should be on the same list. The marriage should not be about one of you, but about both of you. Your husband supports your needs and you support his needs. Tip two, let your husband fulfill his role. When transitioning, it may seem difficult to shift from that independent mindset to allowing your husband to fulfill his role in your life. Women tend to have this problem more than men because most of us have grown up in a household where we saw our mothers do everything on her own. Men usually have their mothers, so letting a woman fulfill their role in their life is familiar to them. Not the same, but familiar. Men want to feel like they have a place in your life and they like to feel needed. I'm speaking on the men that provide and not the ones that like being provided for. So when you see the trash is full, it's okay to take it out, tie it, and set it aside. But let the man of the house take it out to the garbage. When the bills come in the mail, it's okay to go through them, write the due dates on the calendars, and set a household budget. But let the man of the house approve the budget and pay those bills. You are there to assist and support him in his duties, not take them on yourself. Tip three, active listening. This tip is something that comes naturally to most women, but I added for those that have never really been put in a position to develop this skill. Being an only child raised by a single mother, I was able to develop this skill for a good 20 years. Being able to listen and comprehend your husband's wants, needs, feelings, concerns, work issues, family issues is very important. If he feels like things are going in one ear and out the other, the communication between both of you will soon be non-existent. You have to be approachable when it comes to your husband. Also, adding to this tip, don't take every constructive comment as an attack. As women, we are very emotional and this leads us to naturally do this, but it's a bad habit to have. I'll give you a real life example. When me and my husband first got married, I did not know how to cook meat medium rare. I always liked my meat well done and I thought meat cooked any other way was kind of weird. He stopped me one day and showed me how to cook it the way he likes it. I tried it and I actually liked it way better than how I was cooking it before. 
So I started looking up recipes and now when I cook meat, I cook it to both of our liking. Now, if I was the type to take his criticism as an attack, I would have thought he was saying that I don't know how to cook or that I was a horrible wife for cooking meat that way, which is not what he said. Communication skills are key when it comes to this tip. Tip four, leave the past in the past. Now, this is for single sisters and divorced sisters because just because a sister is single and has never been married does not mean she has not interacted with other males or hasn't been disappointed. We all have been hurt or felt played in one way or another. In my opinion, you should heal from that before going to a sit down. But if you are already past that stage and are ready to move into your marital home, it is important to let that mess go. Do not bleed on someone that didn't cut you. Learn to handle your triggers in a way that does not disrupt what you and your husband have going on. Now, everything is better said than done, but try your best. This is the last tip I'll give during this episode and probably the most important. Actually, I would say it is the most important. Tip five, seek a law when it comes to your affairs and leave people out of your business. I spoke on this slightly on my last podcast episode. What has always worked for me is going to a law with my problems first, whether personal or spouse related. At the end of the day, a law is the creator and controller of all things. If I have an issue with the creation or me as the creation feels some sort of malfunction, I should go to the one who created all things and manages all things. There have been times in my marriage when I have had a want or need, and before going to my husband, I asked the law to grant it to me, and then I would receive what I wanted to ask for before even asking. Also, when there are difficulties, you do not want to speak when you're angry and frustrated. The best thing to do is take a step back and ask Allah for assistance. The last thing you want to do is call your friends and family every time there's a disagreement in your home. They will only get a bad image of your spouse because let's be real, how many times are you going to call them when your spouse does something right? More than likely, you are only calling them when they do something wrong. Now, this is not me saying you should not seek counsel when a serious issue arises. Seeking counsel is important in case you two talking it out does not work. But your first step should not be going to an outside source to rant about what your spouse did. Also, when you do go to a third party, it should be your wakil, wali, or imam at the masjid. Someone unbiased that can give you an advice according to the Quran and Sunnah and is not afraid to tell both of you when you are wrong. Inshallah, you find these tips beneficial in your transition to being a Muslim wife. It's been a mean a minute. Until next time, assalamu alaikum.